This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is your host, Minister E.K. Dawson. Is anybody on the call? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Why am I, brother? Happy Favorite Friday. Happy Favorite Friday. Who am I speaking to? It's Rochelle, okay? Oh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Well, look, Cookie, Cookie Mouse, uh, boys. Have a great day. You too now. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Minister E.K. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Good morning. This is Topaz. I got a frog in my throat. I just woke up. Okay. Are you all right? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Happy favorite Friday. We're glad you're here. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Favorite Friday. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Thank Glad you. Glad to hear your voice. Yeah. Good hey, hey, hey. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. I thought so, E.K. This is Susie. We've talked a lot in the past. So yeah. <laughs> you have a wonderful and blessed day. And you do the absolute same. I'm glad to hear your voice and your sound. Thank you. I'm glad to hear your voice and your sound, too. <laughs> God bless you. Absolutely. Good morning. Happy Friday, Sylvia. Good morning, Sylvia. Glad to hear your voice. Happy Favorite Friday. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Brother E.K. It's Brother Michael. Brother Michael, good morning, my brother. How you do? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you. 
Good, good, good. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Good morning, it's Diane. Happy Friday. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Good to hear your voice. Glad you're here. Good to hear yours. It's like a static or something I'm hearing. I heard a little static. Is it is it is it does it sound like it's emanating from me or does it sound like it's just a little static? A little It sounds like it's coming from you. Me, let me I don't know. It's it's like I a... don't hear it, Di. Oh, okay. It could be maybe somebody that's not muted. I maybe don't hear it either. The people that's okay. not saying good morning, maybe should mute for a minute, E.K., and then we can see where it is. Uh, good morning, Brother E.K., uh, it's Dee Okay, I'm Love going to mute. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sister Dye. Good morning, Dee Dee. Good one morning, only. Brother. Love you. Love you as well. Good morning, good Mr. E.K. This is Pastor Darrell. Good to hear your beautiful voice. Absolutely, my brother. The same with you. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Glad to hear you, man. I heard someone else. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Glad you're here. Good morning. It's Destiny. Destiny. Good morning. This is Minister E.K., and welcome to Declaring Victory. Amen, amen, amen. I'm excited about what God is going to do for us today. I'm encouraged. Good I can morning. do all things through Christ who strengthened me. One of our favorites, Philippians 4.13. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Who am I speaking to? Good morning, this is Cynthia. Cynthia, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Glad you're here. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteousness right hand. And that's Philippians 4 and 13, and another encouraging word. Hallelujah. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Good morning. This is Tornita. Happy Friday to everyone. Absolutely, and happy favorite Friday to you as well. Glad to hear your voice. I have a thank you. I have a prayer request. Um, I'm asking for prayer for my cousin, Daryl Brown. He's um, having surgery today to get a part of his leg amputated. Amen. Daryl Brown, we'll make sure that the prayer warrior uh, will lift you up as, as we as a corporate body lift Daryl Brown. Uh, for his surgery. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning. I heard somebody else come on the line. Good morning. It's Krishonda. Happy Friday. Krishonda. Happy favorite Friday. Good morning. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you all. Amen. Good morning. Yeah, I just want to remind everyone, if you're not speaking, please, please, please put your phone on mute. Um, it creates uh, frequency and background noise when um, the person is greeting or praying or declaring. So we can be just so mindful to do that and go ahead and place your phone on mute. Even though you can't hear anything, we can hear it on the other side. Thank you. Got you, got you, got you. you. So if if our uh, victors wouldn't mind, if you would go ahead and let's do that now uh, as, as the rest of the family comes online. So go ahead and mute your line so we can eliminate 
the background noise, and so we can have continuity on the call. Amen. Anybody else join the line? Good morning, good morning, great morning. Amen. Be courageous and strong, and do not fear uh, or be in dread for them. For though the Lord our God who goes with you, that he leaves you and will never forsake you. And that's Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Hallelujah. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Hey, E.K., it's Dee hey. again. Let's um, remember to lift up the Moores family. Um, Marcus asked for prayer for one of his students who were, was killed. They're having a service this weekend in the city. So just to continue to pray for no retaliation and peace for the, the family this weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. Anybody else? Because we're getting near our time. Amen. All right. Well, uh, this is Minister E.K., and and we're going to go ahead and get started. And before we move forward, good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. This is Gloria. Um, Gloria. I'm asking... Uh, I'm asking for prayer for my family. We are funeralizing my 15-year-old cousin on tomorrow. On tomorrow. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Absolutely. And and uh, we pray the strength of the Lord to be with you all and your family as you walk through uh, this challenging time, and that prayers go forward and saturate your whole entire family uh, as you all walk through. Amen. In Jesus' name, be with them. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, And before we go forward, we're going to ask you to mute your lines so that we can proceed. And again, uh, hello, my name is Minister E.K., and I'm your host. Uh, Thank you for joining us here at Declaring Victory. And we got a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's to edify and to empower and to encourage and equip you uh, in your walk with Christ. And be sure to join us daily during this month of August, uh, where our theme for the month is legislation. 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 I'm having a hard time uh, pronouncing my words. Amen. All All the declarations will be focused on tonight is Come As You Are. Again, join us for Friday Night Live. Tonight, the title is Come As You Are. Uh, prayer requests on uh, on the app have been submitted, and uh, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by none other than our brother Jeff. Hallelujah. That's prayer and prep corporate praise will be brought by our own brother Jeff, and our declaration will be brought by our own uh, Brother Daryl Belcher, Brother Daryl Belcher. And then uh, we will go right into closing comments uh, that will be hosted by our declare. Right after that, we will be, uh, we'll go right in to closing comments after Daryl is through. And then our scripture for today is first, I mean, Corinthians, first Corinthians 
12 and 18. But, but as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chooses. Amen. I'll read that one more time. And that's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18. But as it is, God arranged members in the body, each one of them, as he chooses. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearer, and doer of his holy word. Amen. At this time, we're going to ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. And now I will pass the call to our prayer warrior. Amen. Amen. As I pass the call. Brother Jeff, you on, are you on? Brother Jeff? Okay, all right. Praise God. Brother Jeff? If you're on mute, are you on mute? Amen. Let's go ahead and go to God in prayer. Gracious God, our Father. Gracious God, our Lord. Gracious God, our Savior. We thank you, Lord, early this morning you touched us, Father God, and that you touched us with your finger of love. Thank you for waking us up that we can behold a brand new day and the beauty of the day, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for eyes. We thank you for ears. We take it not for granted for activity of our limbs, and we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for right minds, Lord God, and we thank you for wolves over our heads and warm beds to sleep in. Father God, and we thank you for uh, an array of closets and clothes and shoes uh, that we can put on our bodies, Lord God, as we go and prepare to our day, whether we're going to work, we thank you for a job, whether we're uh, on modes of transportation, walking, bike, or whatever else, we thank you for all the resources that you supply to us on a day-to-day basis just to get out of the house, Lord God, and we thank you. We thank you for those, Lord God, uh, for the blessing as we leave our homes and go to our various destinations as our jobs or work or school or whatever it is that uh, that you have put in our day, Lord. We pray and declare and decree today will be a great day. Today will be the best day of our lives, Father God. Today we will walk in purpose. We will walk in victory. We will walk in your glory, and we will walk in your favor, God. Today we will command uh, by the name of Jesus, Lord God, that Satan, you have no power on us, around us, in us, on us, or to us. Father God, we rebuke Satan, his imp, his plot, his schemes, and his plan in Jesus' name. God, we will be victorious today. We will say it out of our mouths. We will be victorious today, Lord God. And everything that we touch, Lord God, it will have purpose, Lord God. We thank you, Father, right now in Jesus' name, Lord. We bind distractions in the name of Jesus. We bind the, the, the anything that would, that would keep us from assuming our purpose and your plan, Lord God. And we give your name glory. We give your name honor, Father God. God, we thank you for uh, asking you uh, special blessings as our kids in these last week and last two weeks that are returning to school. Bless them, Lord God, as they go to their various destinations. Bless the school bus driver. Bless the crossing guard, Lord God. Bless everyone that they come in contact with on their way to school. Bless the teachers, Lord God, the cafeteria workers, the janitors, the custodians, all manner of administration, Lord God. We bind the enemy right now from school shootings and and bullying and anything, Lord God, that our king's kids 
will give your name glory, and they will continue to let their light shine before men and that they would see the good works of our Father, Lord God. Even on the school campus, Lord God, we bless you now, Father God. We ask now that you would bless all of our workers at the schools and continue to bless and keep them, Father God, and bless them and continue to allow their light to shine, Father. Father, now we come praying and, and uh, asking for prayer, Lord God, that uh, there's going to be several uh, funerals and be funerizing a young cousin, Lord God. Stand with that family. Stand with those families, Lord God, that outwardly said be with them as they had. Uh, Lord, bless the bereaved family everywhere. God, give them comfort, Lord God, uh, within our declaring victory family. And God, that we would hold up their hands and we would hold them up in prayer as they grieve, Lord God, and as they celebrate a life, Lord God. Uh, for uh, a young man, Lord God. But now we ask, Father, that you will continue to bless our communities, bless our, 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 our the church as a whole. We are the church, the victors. We individual are your church, Lord God. And then, God, we ask now that you would give us everything that we need, that we would imitate you and emulate you. We would be disciples and that we would walk like you, Father God, and love like you, Lord God, and seek like you, Lord God. God, we thank you for putting uh, uh, our ears to your heart so we can hear the heart that you have, that we would have that same heart, Father God, that we would have our ears to your mouth, Lord God. So when you speak to us, Lord, we know that comes through relationship and that comes through our prayer life living in. And we pray continuous that you would order our steps and guide us, Lord God, uh, day by day, Lord God, and that we would follow your instructions to the letter, Lord God, and that we would go closer and closer to your heartbeat, closer and closer to your word, closer and closer, Lord God, that we would understand you, Lord God. And can we declare victory today in our lives. We declare and decree, Lord God that today will be better than yesterday, Lord God, and we will continue to walk in your way, Lord God, and continue to walk in your word. We thank you for every victor, hallelujah, that is on this call, God, and we give your name praise. And now, as we, as a corporate body, Lord God, as we begin to take our phones off of you and mute and bombard heaven, Lord God, we're going to corporately pray. So go ahead and take your phones off mute. And let's Lord, give God the glory. Thank, thank, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We honor you, Father. We honor you, God. You are a faithful God. You are the faithful witness, God. You are our strength and our source. And our people. You are our source and our You are our strength. You are Hallelujah. 
We end this prayer, but never our praise, Lord God. We give your name all the honor. We give your name the glory, and we give your name the praise, God. And you are so worthy of all of our praise, all of our prayer, and all of our honor. In Jesus' name, amen. As we pass the call to the declare, Gerald Felcher, amen. Amen. Good morning, family. It is so good to hear all of your voices, to be in the midst of just a beautiful, beautiful people, the beautiful um, group of gathering that's on this morning. I want to thank Brother and Minister E.K. Your energy absolutely is infectious, and we absolutely thank you for you being able to stand in the stead. We want to continue to pray for Brother Jeff. Whatever had him distracted, not able to make it, we just pray again that the strength of God will continue to cover every area of his life. Amen. I also want to thank my sister, amen, her just phenomenal woman of God who God is leading in this season and just in this generation. Uh, again, I call her again the Bishop Dion Jackson, but I just thank you so much for her, for her life, for the love that she shares, being a continuous sacrifice and all that we do and all that she does. And on this series legislation, just lives being changed like never before. So I am 
ready to accept the assignment, ready to go on the assignment. But before we do, uh, again, I want to thank Minister E.K. for always be ready. But I want to go back and I want to cover a couple of individuals very specifically before we get started, and then I will move expeditiously into the declaration, if you all would, by your heads. Father, I thank you, Lord God, as prayers has been rendered by Minister E.K. that he's covered us, Lord God. He's petitioned the throne of God, and we know that you are here in this place. Father, we specifically want to call out the name of Brother Daryl Brown, Lord God, who's having surgery to have his leg amputated, Lord God. Father, I pray you strengthen him, you keep him encouraged, encourage the family right now. Father, allow whatever purpose, Lord God, that you have ordained, Lord God, for this to be done, that you allow it, Lord God, to be manifested. Father, allow his countenance, allow him to know that there is so much more work in front of him. And we thank you for the doctors and surgeons who will be performing this on today, that it will be done, Lord God, swiftly, Lord God, and perfectly. Lord, I pray for the Moore family, Lord God, who are funeralizing a loved one. Father, we come against any retaliation. We come against any violence. We come against any thought of it right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And we declare the peace that surpasses all understanding that it guards hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Father, we pray with Sister Gloria for her family, Lord God, funeralizing the 15-year-old nephew on tomorrow. We pray, Lord God, that their family be strengthened. We know, Lord God, that this particular warrior is home with you. And Father, we know, Lord God, that they're in a place where no more wars, no more violence, no more warfare, no more disease, Lord God, but every day it's Sunday being able to be in your presence. And Lord, I want to lift up Friday night life. Lord God, that lives like today will be changed and impacted on tonight, Lord God. Father, Allow, Lord God, just your manifestation like never before. And God, as we prepare to dive into your word, Father, I pray that your word is able, Lord God, to be not only heard, but received, Lord God. And Father, we not only be hearers, but we be doers thereof, Lord God. And Father, I thank you that no man receives any glory, but it all belongs to you. So God, I thank you for allowing me to be used in this season, this hour, this day, this minute, Lord God, all for your glory. And Father, we'll forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if we are, I do want to dive right into it. Again, this was something that ministered to me um, on this morning, and I pray that it ministers to you. If you have your Bibles, if you return to the Gospel of Luke, the 18th chapter, I'm going to be reading from verse number one through five. Again, we want to thank all the declare, declarers that have come up to this point. My understanding, it has been life changing. So we thank you for the anointing on each and every last one of their lives that have come. We even pray for those that are to come, that they can continue to uplift this banner of Jesus Christ. So if you have your Bibles, the Gospel of Luke, the 18th chapter, verse number one through five, and I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. The word of God reads, now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not become discouraged. Verse two, saying in a certain city, there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect any person. Now, there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, Give me justice against my opponent. For a while, he was unwilling. 
But later he said to himself, even though I do not fear God, nor respect any person, verse 5, yet because this widow is bothering me, this widow is getting on my last nerve, I will give her justice. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. My God. We find in the Gospel of Luke, the 18th chapter, where Jesus is beginning to tell a powerful story where he begins by saying in Luke 18 and 1, and he spoke a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always to pray and not to faint. Now, declare victory in order to understand why Jesus told them, and he's telling us right now, that men, again, not specific just in gender, but men and women are not to faint, but to bask themselves in prayer, then we have to understand the verse which precedes it at the end of the last chapter in chapter 17. So if you would with me, if you have your Bible, let's go to Luke 17, chapter 17, verse number 37. We will find in Luke chapter 17, verse number 37, it reads, and responding, they said to him, where, Lord? And he said to them, where the body is, there also the, ver- the vultures will be gathered. Now let's look again at Luke 18 and 1, where it reads, now he was telling them a parable to show them at all times they ought to pray and not become discouraged. Now, this raises a very interesting question on this morning, because the question that must be raised is what does praying and not fainting What does it have to do with dead bodies and vultures? What does praying and not fainting have to do with dead bodies and vultures? Now, does anybody on this morning maybe remember whenever you were watching television where you either saw some animal or even somebody that was dead in maybe an open range or in an open area or countryside and vultures began to gather around that dead body or that dead carcass. The reasons why vultures began to gather around them is because vultures can smell death. And whenever they smell death, vultures will descend upon the deceased carcass of either a person or the deceased carcass of an animal because death is their realm, because they are all operate in the realm of death. So watch this. Understand, my brothers and sisters, where there is death, Jesus says you will attract vultures. Now let me somehow put this in everyday language so that we all understand. Where there is the absence of God, Demons will take up that space. And wherever there is the absence of God, vultures will come in. Because death is where vultures 
began to operate. It is in their realm. And so if there is death, and if by chance you or someone you know is living in the realm of death, whether it's in their personal life, in their professional life, then you never have to go to find demons because demons will sniff it out. Now, I believe on this morning, I believe what we're seeing happen in our culture today, I believe that vultures are descending on a dying society when we're having an increase of women being sex trafficked, when we're now seeing those that are being identified with foreign substance that are causing poisonous and irritants that are causing life-harming aspects. We are living in a culture of today where gang activity is rising, where we're beginning to see no regard for life, no regard for our elders that we're seeing, again, people are taking versus working hard for their sustenance. We are in a, cult, in a, in a culture of today where we are witnessing vultures descending on what's being looked at as a dying society all because vultures who lurk in our communities, who lurk in our jobs, who lurk in our households at times, vultures descend upon a society that is decaying because they can smell it and they can also detect it. So I want you to realize that wherever death is, vultures accumulate. Now, this thought process is very important because the word of God says, because you and I live in the realm of death here on this cosmos earth, and therefore in the realm of the demonic, that vultures are always lurking around us. That's why Jesus urged us that men, including men and women, ought to always pray and not faint. So the reason why you and I need prayer is because the environment in which we live is full of vultures, which have been attracted by death, by evil in our society, so that the demonic realm, or they operate in the spirit realm, that vultures are beginning to descend upon our society and our environment. So what God is saying in order to counteract the, the attack of vultures descending where death is, that rather than quit, rather than throw in the towel, God says, what I want you to do is my people, I want you to pray and not faint. What I want you, children of God, is don't throw in the towel just because we are witnessing vultures all around, I don't want you to quit just because there's a stench of death in the air. But what we need to do as believers, as the ecclesia, is to nullify and to counteract vultures descending in our communities, in our societies, on our jobs, in our homes, is to do not faint, but instead pray. Now, Jesus goes on in the Gospel of Luke and tells a story. It's very interesting to further define what he means by we should continuously pray and do not faint. And it's where he throws 
he throws a concept in this story that's different than most of our prayers that are being rendered. So let's take a look at this story, if we would. Begin at Luke chapter 18. Let's look at verse number two through three. We find in Luke 18, verse number two through three, the word of God reads, saying, in a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect any person. Now, there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him saying, give me justice against my opponent. Now, what we find here in Luke 18, verse number 223, is that there is a widow. And in the Bible, widows, and typically associated with widows, were orphans. They were the lowest on the social ladder or in the social hierarchy in that particular culture because they were typically women who were poor or either defenseless or either alone. So now the Bible begins to tell us we have this widow, and she comes to a judge and tells the judge, I need your help. I need you to help me out. Now, this widow, she needs help because, as the Bible describes, there is somebody in Luke 18, verse 3, that is described as her opponent from whom she needs, watch this, legal protection. Now, we're also told that this judge, this judge, he had no, he had no regard for God. And he also had no regard for man, but he held the office of a judge. So now, this desperate widow who comes in the name of the law to a person who is supposed to uphold the law, this widow says, please give me legal protection and keep me from the attack that is coming against me by my opponent. Let's look at Luke 18, verse number four through five. As the story continues, we find in Luke 18, verse number four through five, it reads, for a while he was unwilling, but later he said to himself, even though I do not fear God, nor do I respect any person, verse five, yet because this widow is bothering me, because this widow is getting Oh, my absolute last nerve. I will give her justice. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. So the judge now says, even though I don't fear God at the end of verse 4, and even though I don't have respect for any man, yet this widow bothers me. But because this woman is getting on my last nerve, I'm going to give her justice. Now, I want you to understand that this woman who was nagging him, meaning she was tracking him, she was following him, she was constantly asking him, petitioning him, but she was doing more than that because at the end of verse 5, we read, Yet because this widow is bothering me, I will give her justice. Watch this. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. In other words, what the judge was saying was that if I don't do 
something about this woman that's driving me crazy. This woman will ruin my reputation. And since I care more about me, I ain't got no regard for God, I ain't got no regard for man, but I care about me and my reputation. For that sake, he says, I'm going to give to her, as stated in verse 5, legal protection. Now, that's the story, and that's the situation. But then Jesus enters into the story, and he begins to say in Luke 18, verse number 6, he says, and the Lord said, listen to what the unrighteous judge said. Listen to what the unrighteous judge said. Now, what the word said is, hear what the unrighteous judge said. In other words, Jesus is talking to his followers. He's talking to his believers. He's talking to the Christendom society. He's talking to his followers. He's saying, y'all better pay attention to that judge, and you better listen carefully to that judge. But what were the believers, the followers, the disciples, the ecclesia, what are we to learn from this unrighteous judge? I'm glad you asked me on this morning. If you would, let's look at Luke chapter 18, verse number 7 through 8. Luke 18, verse 7 through 8, it says, Now will God not bring about justice for his elect who cry out to him day and night? And will he delay long for them? Verse 8, I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, he will find faith on earth. Now, here's the word that you and I need to catch on this morning, and that word is legal or justice. Let me say it again, legal or justice. What I want you to understand is this. Realize that this woman, she didn't go to the judge and just say to the judge, judge, help me out. No, she went to the judge and said, help me out according to the law. Because what she wanted was legal protection. She wasn't just coming in like somebody to a friend and was saying, but what she was saying is that the law is on my side and you represent the law. And even though you are a unjust judge, but what I want is justice. Even though you don't like God and you don't like people, what you do like is the law. So however you feel about me, look at your law book because however you feel, you are obligated to what the law book says. And based on the judge being mad, the judge's reputation, and based on the law, the judge gave her legal protection. So this is where Jesus takes the story and he spins it. He spins it by saying that if an unrighteous judge who doesn't care about God or people but is concerned about his reputation, then my brother and my sister, how much more do you think that God is concerned 
about his reputation. And that if you can nag an evil man into doing the right thing because he's concerned about his reputation, then what do you think about God who has an impeccable reputation, who does not want anybody? He don't want me. He don't want you. He don't want us messing up his glory. So understand, declare victory, that when you pray, pray with God's reputation in mind. Now, that leads me leads me to another thought is that when you pray, you ask God for something that you want him to do for you. Then after you make that request to God, tell God what he will get out of it. When you make a petition for something that you want God to do for you in your life, after you make that request, how about you tell God what he's going to get out of it? Because God exists for his own glory. And when God sees that what you want from him will also rebound to a greater glory for him, then guess what, declare victory? He will be much more interested in your request, all because God is concerned about his reputation and his glory. So realize that the bigger he benefits from your prayer, the more involved he is in your prayer. It's simply because God is concerned about his reputation or his glory. Now, let me tell you something else that God is concerned about. The God we serve, he's concerned about justice. We find in Luke 18 and 7, Luke 18 and 7, it reads, now will God not bring about justice for his elect? You see, justice is about doing the right thing. Now, will God not do the right thing in your life, in your circumstance, in your situation? You see, in order for justice to stand, justice has to have a standard. Justice has to have a standard because you just can't have justice unless you have a standard of right and wrong. And without a standard, then realize you're living in a society that whatever your mind will let you do, it's okay to do because there is no standard. So a standard gives you a measure by which to measure justice. Now, justice is also tied to the law because it's tied to a standard. So if you don't know the law, then you can't appeal for justice. And even if you rebelled against the law, then you will find yourself on the wrong side of justice. But whenever you come under the law, then you are on the right side of justice. So what this widow woman wanted, what she wanted was legal protection. She wanted justice. But the judge was not a just judge. But the law was. Now, I want you to realize something. Realize on this morning that the God we serve is just. And so is his word because his word is his 
standard. His word is our standard. And whenever you are on the right side of God's word, then you're on the right side, watch this, of answered prayer. Because God is obligated to his word. Now, I'm going to give you another secret. I'm going to give you another secret to utilize whenever you pray. Because the first secret was to pray for his glory. What's God going to get out of it if he answers your prayer? But the second secret to utilize when you pray is to give God back his word. Give God back his standard. Give God back that justice that is obligated by the standard. Because you can literally go to God when you give God back his word and say, God, but you say it. God Almighty. And God, I'm going to hold you to your word because you are faithful to your promises. God, your word says that I will be above and not beneath. God, your word says that I will be more than a conqueror. God, your word says that by strife that we are healed. God, your word says, Lord God, that we ought not to faint when we pray. And his promises are true. So whenever you're praying regularly for God's glory based on the justice of the standard of his word, that God, he gives us a staggering promise when we begin to pray and give him back his word. And this promise is found in Luke 18, verse number 7 through 8. Let's look at Luke. Again, the 18th chapter, verse number 7 through 8. The word of God reads, now will God not bring about justice for his elect who cry out to him day and night? And watch this. He will delay long for them. I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? I need you to understand that will he delay long for those who seek him and give him his word? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them Quickly, God says, if you pray, and if you pray with my reputation in mind, being able to bring the glory back to me, if you pray with a standard and with justice is set upon, and that is my word, in order for me to deal with every illegitimate thing or every illegitimate person that's in your life, whatever the opponent is in your life, whatever the illegitimate thing that is trying to attach to you, whatever is coming at you, God's promise is I will move quickly in your situation. Somebody ought to thank God on this morning because God is moving quickly in your situations right now. Now, when God answers prayer, a couple of things have to happen. One is, when he answers your prayer, your preparation with his purpose in mind. And then second, him preparing you for the fulfillment of his purpose. Because whenever these two things cross, understand God's reputation now has been prioritized, or i.e., we're putting God first based upon his word that you can expect and you should expect him to come out of nowhere to address that which is illegitimately an opponent that's coming against you. But the key is that when you pray and place in God's glory first, when you pray and you're reminding God of his word in faith, the key is it is all legal. 
God Almighty. <laughs> it's a legal thing to declare victory, and it's the law. It's the law of the spirit realm, because the law of the spirit realm is that God must move in some way against something or someone that is illegitimately coming against you when his glory has been prioritized and his word has been utilized. It is a law of spirit in the spirit realm. So make sure if you are operating where you are keeping God's glory at the forefront and he is prioritized and his word in your life has been utilized and you're giving God back his word, make sure to keep your eyes open for whatever it is that you're requesting that is going to happen quickly in your life. Now that leads us, leads us to a second lady. The second lady is found in the Gospel of Luke, the 13th chapter, verse number 10 through 12. I want you to turn there very quickly, and then I'm going to bring this thing home. Luke 13, verse number 10 through 12. The Word of God reads, Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and that was a woman who for 18 years had had a sickness caused by a spirit, and she was bent over double and could not straighten up at all. Verse 12. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, woman, you are freed from your sickness. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she stood up straight again, and watch this, began glorifying God. Now, you mean to tell me that for 18 years, this woman was bent over backwards, that 18 years was in a matter of a minute. That's what I'm talking about, what it means that it will be addressed quickly. But the question that we most readily is, is what addressed it? What addressed this woman being able to, in a minute, being healed of something that tormented her for 18 years. I need you to know it wasn't the pastor, it wasn't the bishop, it wasn't the apostle, it wasn't the preacher, it wasn't the sermon, but what it was, it was a touch from Jesus, my God. You see, Jesus called her and she came to Jesus. She just didn't go to church to have church. She just didn't go for the praise team to get a shout out. She just didn't come to get her shot. Not, not, oh no. When Jesus called her, she came to Jesus. It's all about relationship. The second thing is that when she came to Jesus, she got a touch from Jesus. And when she got a touch from Jesus, she stood straight up. But then all of a sudden, because she received a touch from Jesus, 18 years was overwritten in a minute because when God moves, it don't take that long. It don't take long for God to do what he needs to do. But realize it even gets deeper on this morning. Let's look at eight, Luke 13, verse number 14 through 16. It gets deeper, y'all. Luke 13, verse number 14 through 16, it says, but the synagogue leader indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, there are six days during which work should be done. So come during them and get healed and not on the Sabbath day. Verse 15, but the Lord answered him and said, you 
hypocrites. For all y'all that are walking around talking about y'all holding the Sabbath, you hypocrites. Does each of you on your own, does each of you on the Sabbath not unite, untie his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? Verse 16, and this woman, watch this, a daughter of Abraham, a daughter of Abraham, as she is whom Satan has bound for 18 long years, should she not have been released from this restraint on the Sabbath day? Now, here it is, declare victory. Here it is. For 18 years, this woman was bent over. But I need you to understand, it was not a medical condition that caused this, because the Word of God says that Satan has her bent over for 18 years. But what it did, it showed up medically, but it wasn't caused medically. It was caused spiritually but it affected her posture and her medical condition. So I need you to understand that her being bent over 18 years, it wasn't a medical condition. It was because of Satan. You see, one of the reasons why we can't shake things that are wrong in our lives is because we haven't figured out what the real cause is. And so the doctor couldn't fix it. The budget and the accountants couldn't fix it. The counselors couldn't fix it, that we are bent over with this problem that we can't shake, even though we go to church, not realizing that it was caused by the devil. And not only was it caused by the devil, but it was kept by the devil and can only be cured spiritually. Many of you, what you're going through, many of you, what your family are going through, many of those neighbors are going through, is not a medical condition. It's not a heart condition. It is a spiritual condition. It is an attack in the spirit. We look for everything else in the physical, in the flesh, but the supernatural and the spiritual to fix what the devil has called. We got to lean upon the supernatural and the spiritual in order to fix and get to the original call. And trust me, if the devil caused it, then I need you to realize that only Jesus can fix it. Let me say that again. If you begin to get to the core of your situation and it is tied to a spiritual attack, that if the devil caused it, only Jesus can fix it. Now, it's amazing. Luke goes a little bit deeper. Can I go a little bit deeper on this morning? Let me go a little deeper. He says now the reason we could free this lady up is because this lady is a daughter of Abraham. My God, I want you to highlight that if you have it in your Bible, because the preacher got indignant because Jesus did something he couldn't do, and he threw up again the Sabbath. But then Jesus says the reason I can free up this lady is because she is a daughter of Abraham. Now, what I want you to realize, what Jesus just did, is that Jesus just went legal on him. God Almighty. <laughs> he went legal on the pastor, the bishop, the apostle, and he went relational instead of going into religion. All because, watch this, the head of the official. The head of the official went legal first, that she shouldn't be held, healed on the Sabbath. He went legal first, the pastor, the bishop, the apostle, the minister. He went legal by saying she shouldn't be healed on the Sabbath. And that 
the Sabbath in the law was the law of Moses. But Jesus says, but she is the daughter of Abraham. You see, what Jesus did, he went up to him. It's because Abraham trumped Moses. You see, the Mosaic law has legislation, but the Abrahamic covenant has the promise. The Mosaic law, it had legislation, but the Abrahamic covenant had the promise. Let's go to Galatians 5, 24 through 25. You don't believe me. Galatians 5, verse number 24 through 25, the word of God, it reads, Therefore, the law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ so that we may be justified by faith, verse 25. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. We are no longer under the law. Now, what the Bible is saying is that when the promise arose, Jesus Christ, Moses, and his Mosaic law was no longer necessary. I wish somebody would bless the name of the Lord on this place right now. But we're also fine in Galatians 3.29. Turn there, if you would, for me, Galatians 3.29. We find in Galatians 3.29, and if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. So realize on today, my brothers and sisters, that every believer, that you are no longer under the law of Moses, but you are now under the covenant of Abraham, and the covenant of Abraham comes certain rights and privileges, and that the covenant of Abraham was continued and fulfilled by Jesus Christ and not the law of Moses. So what this means is that Jesus is the end of the law to those who place faith in him for salvation, which means now you are a son or a daughter of what the Bible calls the new covenant of grace. But if you continue to live by the Mosaic law, then you're going to live life negatively and miserably. And it's not because the law is bad, no. But what the law does is it incites evil in us. The law was a tutor for us to recognize the need for Jesus Christ. But what the promise does is that it lifts you up over the law so that you can keep the law by promise, by the promise, and not because of a set of rules that are being written out for you to follow. So what Jesus is saying is that I could heal this woman overnight because her spiritual connection to Abraham, who with Abraham, is connected to me. Well, wait a minute. Now this woman has been in church for 18 years and never, never made the connection. So what? What's the bottom line, Pastor Darrell? You see, the bottom line is this, declared victory. The bottom line, what I simply came to share with you all today, 
is that each and every last one of you under the sound of my voice, you got a right to be victorious. You got a right to be delivered. You got a right to be an overcomer. That it's your right to tell the devil to go to hell. It's your right to tell the devil that he's not going to control you anymore. And it's your right to tell Satan, who's been messing with you 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years, that you cannot rule my life anymore. Because I got a right to be victorious. I got a right to be delivered. I got a right to be made free. And I don't have to limit myself to what people say, to what my circumstances have to say, and to what my situation has to say. Because I have the legal right to the promise based upon God's word. And because of that, God can wipe out 18 years. 20 years, 30, 40, 50 years, or whatever that's been opposing you, that's been trying to illegitimately attach to you, that God can wipe it out in the blink of an eye. Because that's how how good God is whenever you decide to come to him in prayer, giving him his glory giving him back his word, and believing in faith. Father, I thank you right now for your word that has come. Father, I pray that we not just be hearers of your word, but, God, we be doers of your word. Father, I thank you that we have a legal right. We have a legal right to the promise that has already been destined, already been declared in our lives, Lord God, all because Jesus, who is the fulfillment of the promise of the Abrahamic covenant, who rose above the Mosaic law, that now we have a legal right to be able, Lord God, to be victorious. We got a right to be delivered. We have the right to be made free. We don't have to limit ourselves to what people say, God, and we don't have to limit what our circumstances or situations look like but we have a legal right to the promise. Lord, I pray that we're able to not just be hearers, but we exercise this legislation in the power of your word, your word, which is a standard, your word, that is justice, your word, Lord God, which is our foundation. Father, allow us to allow it to be utilized in every area of our lives. And Father, I thank you for this relationship, for what you did for this woman who was bent over, what you did also for the woman who needed legal representation that, Lord God, whenever we come to you in faith, that you will move quickly once we continue to give you and keep your glory top side and your word true. Father, we glorify you, we honor you, and we give your name all the praise in Jesus' matchless, mighty, powerful name we pray. Let every heart say a Man, amen. Amen. We thank God for each and every last one of you. I pray that the word of God has been a blessing to you. It is at this time we're going to ask if there's anyone who had not had the opportunity to say good morning, that you do so at this time. Good morning, Pastor Darrell. God bless you. The powerful, powerful word of deliverance. Thank you so much. God bless you as well, my sister. Thank you so much. Good morning, morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good to hear from you. I heard 
I think there was someone else as well. Yeah, this is Resilient Rosanna. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Rosanna. Always good to hear from you. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Renee. Always good to hear from you all as well. Anyone else? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, Elder Smith. Um, thank you for really bringing in, in, in a clear picture this, this thing called uh, legislation and, and how God works. And I was really blessed by your declaration. Amen. Thank you so much, my brother. God bless you. Continue to walk in his power and his authority. Amen. Anyone else Amen. on this morning? Anyone else? Good morning, uh, Pastor Darrell. I appreciate the message. Now I know I'm going to walk around the courts of heaven a little bit uh, more better. Amen. You got a legal right. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is Moxie. Great declaration. Great declaration. God bless you. Good morning, Moxie. Good to hear from you. Anyone else before we move into comments, feedback, anything you want to share on this morning? Amen. Is there anybody who wants to share on this morning? Which Good, morning, Pastor Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Rochelle. Oh, my God. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us and showing us that we can walk heavy in the court because of who we are, because of the legal right that we have. We sometimes hear it but don't understand it, but you broke it down, 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 and I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day, Linda. You too, Sister Rochelle, and thank you so much for just being able to be the stead in place for your reminders, for your words of encouragement. God knows I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Amen. Sounds like all hearts and minds. Good morning. This is Juanita. I just want to thank you. Thank you for your word um, on this morning. Very powerful, very understandable and relatable, all of it. Um, I just thank you um, for how you broke it all down with the two um, stories that we have heard many times. But I do um, thank you for allowing us to understand our legal rights and understanding, um, you know, because of Jesus, you know, um, that we that we're not um, bound to the laws, uh, mosaic, the mosaic laws anymore. Um, just thank you for how you, um, your representation of how you presented the word of God. Um, so thank you, man of God. I enjoyed it. Amen. Thank you so much for your feedback. To God be the glory. Amen. Anyone else? Hey. Yes. Man of God. You got me outside. Woo, this is Didi. He just blew blew my hair back (laughs) this morning for the protection and our legal rights. And like everybody said already, the way you broke it down, it just makes so much sense. Like, I wanted to go to court this morning. And I don't even have a, <laughs> even have a case. I don't even have a case. I just want to go sit in court all day and just be on behalf of it, you know. But just, just, just thank you. And then when you said it, just the analogy of her being bent over for 18 years, that it really wasn't yeah. medical. Oh, my God. The mental yeah. anguish of that. And even being sitting up in church all your life, but you're bent over. 
because the devil did yes. and you've allowed that to happen. Then when you went to that part about it not being religious, relate, religious yes. but relational, Yes. Okay. Let me just go ahead. You know what? Before these kids get here, I'm about to take my victory lap around this part. I love you, man of God. Thank you. And I that love prayer you. For, I have never had anybody pray for Friday Night Live the way that you did. And Lord knows I need it. So I thank you, Jesus, for that. I love you, man of God. I love you too, Dee Dee. God bless you. And you have a legal right to whatever you need to have detached and attached to you. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. When it sounds like, again, all hearts and minds are in order, again, I pray on this day that you just continue to walk in the victory. Amen. Is that somebody? Good morning. Yeah, I I, I like you saying, I love this. I love this part of the gospel because, uh, the woman knew that she had. She knew she was bent down. There's no mention of her bloodline. But she understood her condition. Yes. It's not that she came to appeal. But that Jesus yes. saw her condition. And when Jesus sees our condition, he comes and he heals because he knows the, the right heart the right mind. And I love the fact that you that you that you talk about she's the child of Abraham. Now if you go to court sometimes uh, if you've been in court system, if you have a certain condition, that the almighty passes you. The almighty passes you, you know, from, from, from regular legal proceedings. And this is spoke to me is that because she recognized that she's a uh, daughter of Abraham. May God recognize that we are children of Abraham. And so we do not fall, like you said. We do not fall into the Mosaic law, the 611 laws of Mosaic. Yes. We fall under grace. We fall under the, the, the law that God has written into our hearts. And the law that God says that, listen, you my child. And I'm going to do for you. And you talked about his reputation. You said, because the reputation of our God is such that he's going to look out for his children. Like any good mother or any good father is going to look after their children because that's, that's my own. And so I just want to thank you for like just, just breaking that all the way down. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Thank you for sharing as well and ministering back into me. God knows I really appreciate it. God bless you. Amen. Anyone else? Hallelujah. Well, it looks like we're about to get this awesome day, get it started again. And my prayer is each and every last one of us, we understand our legislation and our right based upon the standard of God's word and his glory, that we have a right today and every day to be victorious, to be delivered, and we have a right to be made free. Let us bow our heads and open our hearts. Father, I thank you right now for 
your word. I thank you, Lord God, for the prayers that was rendered. I thank you, Lord God, for the salutations, Lord God. We just thank you for this platform of being able to glorify you, God. We thank you that lives have been changed, Lord God, throughout this series, and lives will continue to be changed, Lord God. That, Father, we will not just be hearers, but, Lord God, we will be doers. We understand the principles of your promise in the word, and, Lord, we have a legal right, Lord God, towards them. So, God, I thank you, Lord God, as we prepare ourselves for this day, whether it's at work, whether it's traveling, whether it's being able to uh, to serve, Lord God, in the community, whatever it is, Lord God, Father, you just allow your presence to overtake us so that when people see us, they see the love of Christ in and throughout our lives. Father, I thank you, we honor you, and most importantly, we glorify you. And it's in Jesus' matchless and mighty name we pray. Amen. Everyone have a fantastic Friday, and again, we will see you on next week. God bless you all. God bless you. Have a have wonderful a day. Blessed weekend. Bless you. Amen. Have a blessed weekend. Everyone. Have a victorious day. Friday Night Live, if you care to pull up. Amen. Come on, pull up. Hey, can, see, I love it. Bye, you guys. Hey, Happy God bless you. Happy Have a wonderful Friday. day. Good morning. Happy Friday. Walk in victory. I'm going to see your pull up. Amen. Have a good day. Declare victory, Pastor Darrell.